Learning how to grow your business, that is your job. Being the one to do everything in your business, however, is not. Welcome to That's Not My Job, an introvert's guide to building a business beyond yourself. So I'm sitting here with Abraham Gray, has currently what, how many businesses? A little bit over 40. So a little over 40 different businesses and then own around how many properties in your portfolio Uh, right now? 200 and in the 200s. So in the 200s. So Abraham, I I look up to you so much in business and I'm appreciative to, you know, just consider you a friend and somebody that, you know, I can, you know, ask for advice. And so I appreciate you being on the That's Not My Job podcast today, man. I I look up to you a lot, a lot more than you think too (laughs) because the stuff that i see you do is stuff like i couldn't do no matter what you know i have someone that does that stuff for me but i see all the different things that you do with pace i'm like holy crap this guy is like super sharp super smart and knows how to do all this stuff so so hey no i love it and and so i'm I'm excited to, to talk about you know the like obviously having over 40 businesses all of those real estate properties and i know you know you as a visionary there's people that have to be helping make all, a lot of these things happen behind the scenes. And so I'd love to kind of, you know, unpack some of that today and kind of talk through that because, you know, a lot of people that listen to this podcast, they're integrators or, you know, just operations people. And they, they sometimes, you know, I have conversations with these people. They feel like, you know, what value do I have to bring? What are the things that I could do to bring to, you know, visionary like yourself or yeah. like a pace that, you know, they can come in and be able to create an awesome opportunity for themselves and so I'd love to talk about maybe some of the, the ways that you've set up, maybe some of your businesses mm-hmm. that, you know, how, how you bring in the operating team members to execute on those things and like kind of what that looks like just to really just show people what could be possible by, you know, connecting with the right people and having them lean on the skills that they're already great at, but, you know, just having the right partner to, to work with. Yeah. So it's real funny. Like a lot of people, and, you know, Pace talks about it all the time you know, see the visionary and think, oh man, that's the person doing everything. Like yeah. literally when I look at it, I'm like, <laughs> the visionary does 10%. Like, honestly, like when I look at what I do compared to what everyone else does. Yeah. I come up with a lot of the ideas Yeah, and you know, I kind of negotiate the stuff, but like to me, that's easy and fun. Yeah. After that, it's like, holy crap. It's like everything else. That's the 90%. Yeah. And like, I don't <laughs> hardly do any of that stuff. You know, I'll help with it. I'll give advice, feedback, stuff yeah. like that. But like without that person that does that, nothing would ever happen. You know, one would ever know the visionary because it, the, they're worthless. So yeah. if I did everything, which, you know, when we first start, we kind of do everything. Right. You got to wear all the hats and figure it out. Exactly. And when I first, you know, started doing my first business, the second business, you know, I couldn't really grow and do many, many more things because I have to do everything. Yeah. And then when, you know, once I learned that it's better to have people that do the integrator stuff, that's when I started to go from one business to three businesses to 10 and eventually hundreds of businesses. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about like maybe that first one, like where was the first business that, you know, maybe it was one that you bought or you got involved in that you really saw the power of having like an operating mm-hmm. partner or person that was running the business. Like yeah. how did that come about? What was the business and like, what was that dynamic like? Yeah. So I remember, so back when I was 15, I started my first business. It was sports cards and um, I did that for you know a long time probably like almost eight nine years and yeah at some point in the sports cards i had other people that were competitors or friendly competitors that we did stuff with i saw people that were really good at the stuff i wasn't good at and i saw that i was really good at some of the stuff they weren't doing. and eventually we became partners mm-hmm. and once we became partners we were able to take the the business to a whole new level not only were we able to take that business to a whole new level we were able to get like things that are very similar to what we were doing other types of collectibles, nothing to do with sports cards yeah. and add that to what we were doing. And I was able to 
figure out the stuff to add and negotiate it and pricing and all that stuff. And they were able to like implement the actual business. And we literally went from making, you know, you know, millions of dollars to tens of millions of dollars yeah. you know, within five within five years of when we started doing stuff together. That's amazing. So so it was really like you started working together, kind of figured, okay, like you're pretty good at the stuff that I maybe don't like to do, maybe not as good at, and vice versa. Like they were like, wow, Abraham is really good at these things and he's crushing it when he's focusing on that. So it kind of was out of just like this natural thing of like you're both working together, but working on separate things that together was driving the business in and the right one direction. Thing I heard you say you know, earlier in a podcast with Pace, which is really important to understand is, it's not even that like he's a lot better than me at it or I'm a lot better than him at it. Right. Like, in theory, we could almost be equally as good. Right. But I just don't enjoy it. And because yes. I don't enjoy it, yeah. I end up not being as good at it. Or if I kept doing it, I think I could do it almost as good. Yeah. I'd get burnt out and I wouldn't be able to do it anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was capable of doing because in the beginning we do everything. Yes, for but sure. I just didn't like it. And when you don't like something, you're going to end up not being as good at it and you're just not going to want to do it. So that's that's the most important thing people have to realize is that if you don't enjoy it, even if you could do it, you're going to burn yourself out like you said. Yes. And uh, that's that's a recipe for disaster. And, and so that's really like it's like, uh, you know, looking at things that are like things that give you energy versus take your energy, whether, you know, not even a necessary, you know, conversation of like whether you're capable of doing something or not. It's more of like, do you really like doing it to where you could see yourself working on that thing long term versus I'm doing this because I have to. But if I have to do this for years, I'm going to just hate my life because I don't want to do it. Yeah, you want to you want to love life. Like, I know, like every day I go to bed, I'm like, I can't wait to get up because I have so much cool stuff. I'm yeah. The next day. Yeah. If I had to do everything. I wouldn't want to, you know, it wouldn't be as exciting to get up because like some of the stuff that I'm going to do, I don't really enjoy doing. I could do it, but I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm at a point over the last 10 plus years where I only do stuff that I really enjoy and then, yeah. that make me want to get up and make me want to do that stuff. And I'm sure you're in the same situation. Yes. If you have something that you have to do that you don't enjoy, you're ultimately going to find someone else that can do it. A hundred percent. And that's really, you know. And that's part of, you know, this podcast is like building a business beyond yourself is really what people are wanting to do. And, you know, when um, I was talking with Pace earlier on this is, you know, I, the HR side of business is something that it just eats, it just like sucks the energy out of my soul when I have to deal with that. And so, you know, that's something where we've had like a fractional HR. So somebody that just, you know, outsourced HR services for the last, you know, few years, and now we're working on hiring that fully in-house just to take it completely off my plate, because those, you know, those are the things like you're saying, it's like, I can deal with those things and I deal with them well. But after I have to deal with like an HR conversation, I just want to like jump off the roof of our yeah. freaking office. And by doing that <laughs> HR thing that you could do, but you don't enjoy by doing that, you're probably not doing two or three other things that would make you just go so much further. So, yes. you know, by getting rid of that, you could, you know, double or triple your success with other things that, you know, that you can't do because you're doing something that you don't even want to do in the first place. Yes, exactly. And, and I think, you know, for a lot of people, they hold on to the things and when they really need to just like let go. And, you know, that I've learned that over the years and I don't really do that anymore. But I think for a lot of people, whether visionary or integrator, they tend to hold on to these things and they're like, well, no one's going to care more than I am. No one's going to do it better than I am. No, you know, it's like that very, yeah. you know, limited fixed mindset. Biggest thing I see people say all the time, exactly what you said. You know, I, I'm going to do it better. I'm going to care. Which, you know what? They're probably telling the truth. It, They're it's right. It's true. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Is it better to get 
80 or 90 percent of what you know as good as you're going to do it but be able to do 10 times more things that you enjoy more yes or, or do you want to just stick with you know it just doesn't make sense if you really think about it if mm-hmm. you put it on a whiteboard and you show somebody the difference of money you can make and the difference of enjoyment you're going to have in your life it's like a no-brainer like i don't know if anyone's ever done that on a whiteboard like show like you know exactly what you're going to get by doing it yourself if you do it 20 percent better than somebody else as opposed to letting that person but you could do three times as much every year how much more money you're going to make but also yes. how much more enjoyment you're going to have in life yeah and i think that you know on on that conversation piece too is i think sometimes what it is is some people they're using that as an excuse to not hire people because they're scared they're like they're putting this front of oh well they're just not going to do it as good as me so so I'm not going to hire them. And they like almost hold it as like a badge of honor of like, mm-hmm. I care more. Yep. I'm going to do a better job. So I'm not going to do that. But I think it's, I think for a lot of people, it's a place of like insecurity of like thinking they're, they're going to screw it up or it's not going to be done the right way. And really the, the thing that I'm always telling people is like, you're going to hire people that are going to let you down. You're going to hire someone, you're going to delegate something. They're going to screw it up. That all of those things that people's fears are, are going to happen. So it's like, just do it. And like, like when I talk about delegating or like helping teach, like even people on our team to delegate, I'm always telling them like, look, it's scary to delegate because you're scared of something may get screwed up. Like don't delegate heart surgery as their first task. Like, Hey, take out the trash. You know, it's like having something that's like more simple to give to someone that, you know, if they screw it up, it's not going to like detrimentally screw up your business. But like, you have to let people screw things up because that's how they learn. And that's how everyone grows. Yes. And it's, it's like such common sense when you really think about it, but people don't, don't get it for some reason, you know, and once you get it, you get it. Yes. Yeah. But like to some people just take so long to get it. Yes. You know, it, it's more of a mindset thing than anything. It is. It really is. And you know, there's so many ways to, to change people's mindset, especially no matter how successful you are. If you look at people that are a little bit more successful, you or people you look up to mm-hmm. see what they do. And, and sh- you know, once you see how they do it, that could kind of help change your mindset a little bit because there's no way they did it on their own. No, no, no one, no one is truly self-made. Like when people say like, I'm self-made, it's like, there's mentors you find along the way. You read a book that gave you some insight. You, you went to an event, you learned something from a podcast, you learn, you know, it's like there, we're all a collection of the experiences and insights that we've learned, you know, and throughout our lives and all the things that we've, we've encountered. And so, you know, we all, we all uh, go through our own different challenges and things that we've had to overcome to be where we are today. Yeah. Another big thing I hear people say you probably hear it all the time they're like you know what yeah i see that you have partners you have an integrator his name might be david or whoever yeah. on the business and you, you know you have a david you know pace has a cody but you know what you guys are partners i hate partners i can't have a partner like i can't do this with a partner you yeah. know there's a million different reasons why they don't have partners and you know what it's okay for people if you just really don't want to have a partner it's yeah. okay yes but you got to have that high six level you know six digit person you know, that runs the stuff for you. Yes. Maybe they're not your partner, but maybe you just pay them really well. Yes. If you don't pay someone really well, you're going to get what you pay for. Oh my gosh. That that's, I think, you know, I think that's just a nugget in itself is a lot of times and this drives me nuts. Like people are always, you know, it's like, I have these conversations. Like, do you think I could get someone for like this salary? And I'm like, you can get someone <laughs> sure. But like, what are you wanting them to accomplish? How well do you want them to perform? You know? And so the thought process pace and I always have is like, we, we try to, you know, do our best, like, you know, myself and the team try to do our best to research, like, what is like the, the, you know, the compensation for a role. And we always try to pay a little bit more than what it would be normally to pay for the role. Cause we want to, we want to try to get the better talent because the better talent person is going to make significant, like you could hire two people that are like, 
cheap for a role like and we did this the, the reason i could say this is yeah. but we, when we first started building a media team we hired people that were really affordable for like video editors and the, like the edits were dog shit like we had to like trash them so much and like it they took so long to do the job and like it was just a pain in the butt but you know that was we just thought okay well if we could get two for you know this right. price like amazing versus now we're like one of our video editors that you know is almost basically the the cost of what those two people were is more productive than those two even were it's like yeah. significantly yeah i mean you live and learn like a lot of people don't understand this because it doesn't make sense until you actually go through it once <laughs> yeah. you go through it like you're like crystal clear it's crystal clear <laughs> and you're gonna like tell people about it over and over but like if you haven't gone through it it doesn't make sense how could two people not be like literally two dollars a year people that work for you it's way better to have that 110 120,000 that takes both their place they're gonna do so much better mm -hmm. even if you pay someone 150 to take those i mean like literally if you get the right person it's 10 times better than having 10 of those you know six years it's just it's crazy night and day it is it really is and so so looking at like the the way that you set up your operations now right like what does that look like for you know if you're going to acquire a business can you kind of talk through you know like how do you how do you identify like an operations person that you're plugging in or mm -hmm. i know it's some of the businesses they already have maybe someone in place right. but like how how do you kind of go about plugging someone in or getting someone new to you know basically facilitate because that's that's essentially the model for you right it's like yeah. you buy the business and you're like i'm out here i'm gonna look at maybe a scorecard and the numbers yeah. but like someone's like doing the thing i look at the p l's every month you yeah know, and just kind of make sure that stuff's going the way i expected if not you know we'll see what's wrong with the p l's yeah and change it but yeah so I would say that, you know, right now I'm buying more businesses than I'm starting. I used to start a lot of businesses. I don't even want to start any anymore after like starting to buy them. I'm like, this is so much easier. So starting a business is probably one of the stupidest things you can do for a million reasons. That's a whole nother like podcast. <laughs> However, I made crazy amounts of money starting businesses. And yeah. I have a, a unique thing that I do. I, I only start businesses, by the way, that don't exist. Like if it's a new concept or something that doesn't exist. So mm -hmm. you can't buy it. Like you have right. to start it. So I have like this whole process of how I find these businesses that I think will make millions and millions or tens of millions or potentially a hundred million dollars in a short period of time, um, that don't exist. So those, those are the types I start. Right. Um, but you know, when I start those, I have partners that are like the, the strong integrators, you know, like yourself that basically are super involved in that business. But let's just say I'm buying businesses. So that's mostly what people should do and, and are going to do 99% of the businesses I buy, like have to have uh, a management team in place. Mm -hmm. um, although some don't, I'll tell you what I do when they don't, but for the most part, if they don't have a good management team in place, I, that almost kills the deal. A lot of times, mm -hmm. depending on the business, some businesses I could take without, without a management team, but most of the time that kills the deal. So even though it has a management team in place, you still need, you know, your partner or whoever to manage the manage the, the team, manage 100%. the management. You need that. Yes. You, you need yes. that. So I have, you know, an oper you know, an operating partner in every business. Mm -hmm. And in some of the, like the really key businesses, they actually operate the business, especially the ones that I start from scratch. Right. But the ones that I'm buying, you know, that already have that team in place, my operating manager, like partner, just really is in charge of the operate operating people that we took over mm -hmm. and is very little that they have to do because again, we want to get the best of the best. Like if right. the price range of that particular person should be a hundred to 150,000, we're going to get the 150,000. We're not going to get the 120, 100 because it's just not worth it. Like yeah. you don't want to have to micromanage someone. You don't have to like tell them what you, you want them to just figure it out and be able to do it and come to you with, you know, the stuff that makes sense to come to you with. So that's the difference by the way, between 
you know, a hundred and 150, you know, they're going to, the 150 person is going to not come to you with stupid, ask stupid questions. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's pretty much the difference. But so my operating partner manages the manager. Now, most likely time that I'll buy businesses that don't have a really good management team in place is if I have similar businesses you can and I plug can in. plug them in and mm -hmm. then whoever's running my current ones can now kind of take over those other ones. Mm. So that's a very big part of who takes over those businesses. So it's either they have a really good team in place, I keep them, and then my operating partner is going to manage that manager, which right. again, it's not going to be that much, you know, not much. You know, he's going to talk to them once or twice a week, a few times a week, depending yeah. on how good they are and, you know, where that business is. Um, or if I'm starting a business, which I actually do start businesses every year, but they're like these really crazy concepts that don't exist. And, um, you know, that's how I made actually, you know, most of my money, most of my money came from these, these things that I came up with yeah. that didn't exist. And, you know, the business I made the most money on, you know, profited over a hundred million dollars. Yeah. And that was a business that didn't exist. I was the first one to it. And then lots of these businesses that, you know, I'm making like tens of millions of dollars on over the years. Again, it's, it's a more risky and you have to do a lot of due diligence and figure out, how, you know, how you're going to find that stuff. But those businesses, I, I have my operating partner. And because we know that the potential of making so much money is there, mm -hmm. I just have my operating partner kind of manage that like every day, day to day for a while. And then eventually what happens is with these businesses, whether it's something, you know, it doesn't exist or something, you know, you start something that you should buy. Um, at some point it, it gets to where they don't have to be there every day because now you can hire a good manager and put mm -hmm. in there and they could just oversee him. Yeah. Know, check in a few times a week, then twice a week, then once a week, then maybe once every couple, you know, and eventually yeah. that's what happens. But, um, it, it's, it's important to make sure that you have multiple partners in different businesses. If you're going to start a whole lot of things from scratch, because it really takes a lot of time from one person. Oh gosh. So buying yeah. the businesses, like you're saying, you could, you could manage a dozen, yeah. you know, because they already have, you know, people well, doing things and, 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 yeah. SOPs in place yeah. and all these different things in place that when you're starting from scratch, like you can't start too many yourself. Like, no, you can't handle it. Yeah. So if you do start a bunch, then you're going to have to have multiple operating partners. Yeah. And, and that's where, you know, what I look at the businesses that Pace and I have started from scratch, where I'm grateful for everything that I've learned from like literally structuring the foundation of those businesses to hiring the initial employees, to building those teams, to building literally myself SOPs for all the departments to, you know, how we put all of the infrastructure together. It's like, that serves me well now in any business that we go into, but where I'm super excited about the businesses that we're buying is that they aren't at that from scratch stage. It's like, whoa, like I could just go in and optimize based on like what they need. Yeah. And so, you know, one of one of the things that that I have to ask you is like for for people that are listening that are, you know, that are those integrators that are trying to create big opportunities for themselves, like if they were to plug in with like an Abraham or a Pace or, you know, just a, a visionary that's trying to drive a business, like what, what does an opportunity like look like? Or what would you suggest to somebody that's like, oh my gosh, like I would love to work with a Abraham or a Pace or someone and like plug in and be that maybe the entrepreneur for their business. Like, you know, what, what is an opportunity like, like that look like for somebody? I mean, almost exactly what you do with Pace. Like literally I have a lot of different partners in different businesses. Yeah. So I know it's going to vary on like, and, I mean, they, they brought, they came to me and they showed me how they could bring value to me. And then I showed them how like, I could bring value to them and we were able to, to do something. So, um, a lot so of times, what does that look like? I just want to yeah. unpack that a little bit because I've had people ask on previous episodes that I put out there, like, how do, how do I bring that value? How am I going to show an Abraham right. that value? So here's the thing. You got to be creative. You can't just, it's going to be different for every person. Right, it's going to be right. different for every type of business. So 
the more creative you are and they're going to connect. If you do something creative that, you know, someone doesn't expect or mm-hmm. you know, no one else has done, you're going to remember that person. Yeah. You're, you're going to want to do stuff with that person. You'll be like, wow, they did that. What else can they do? You know, right. if a hundred people come to you asking to do stuff with you, they're probably all say, saying something similar. The one person that stands out <laughs> is the person. So for, you know, for example, you know, obviously you've talked, Pace has talked about what you did different than everybody else, but you know, I've, I've had people come to me and, you know, show me that they've done certain things and like, look, you know, I've already done this. I know I could do it. You know, so like anyone has experience in something that shows mm-hmm. me the experience and shows me how they could use that experience to help me. Or a, a lot of times, you know, we just click like, you know, we have the same, you know, views, right? We, we believe the same stuff. And I just know that, you know, when you when you talk to someone for the first time, you know, if they're going to be a, a person that you could work with, that you're not yeah. going to work with, I would say just be a really good person, be honest, I always lead like every single person that I want to do something with, I always just try to help somebody like I don't even want anything in return. I really don't. I just try to like, figure out ways I could solve their particular problems. And um, Every single business has problems. When I say problems, ways to make more money, right? Right, right. Making more money is uh, a yeah. problem, right? So, you know, I'll say, look, you know, you have this particular model. I know someone that does something a little bit different that does really well. Why don't you try this and, you know, whatever. And I'm not even trying to be part of that business per se. I'm just trying to show them, look, I could bring you some value because I'm showing you ways that you can increase that business. Or, you know, if you have another business, I'll go and I'll show you, I'll just give you suggestions of how to help with your business. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've done with a lot of people and we became partners on different businesses because I literally helped, I mean, I could think of, you know, a handful of people and gave them like good advice. And I, I saw like over the years, they've used that advice yeah. and, they, and they did really well with it. Yeah. And then, you know, now we're partners on different things. So yeah. um, that would be a really, really good one to mm. figure out like, how do I know that you're going to be a good partner? Well, show me something that you're going to bring value and how right. you can help me with my business. Right. Give me some of the ideas, you know, and um, let me try them or let me, if I think that they're good, I'll be like, holy crap, this person is going to be a really good partner. So that would be like, you know, and that's basically sort of what you did a little bit with Pace yeah. in, in the beginning. Just like bringing leads, you know, it's like yeah. for, for those that hadn't heard that, it's like I essentially reached out to Pace, like texting like, hey, like my name's Cody Barton. I'm generating a lot of leads. I'm not closing at the highest level. You, you know, you're a great closer. I'd love to just give these leads to you. You can make the money from them. I want to watch so I could learn the process, but like you can make the money on them. You want to know the key thing about that, that mm. I don't know if people are, are hearing. Did you ask for anything in return? No, I was just like, I just want to watch. Yeah. I just want to see, so, I just want to see what you're doing. 99 <laughs> people that go to pace or whoever mm-hmm. is like, look, I want to do this. I want to give you all this, but I want you to, you know, you need to give me this back. That's what most people do. You didn't say I want something back. Yeah. You want to learn, but that's, yeah. that's not really something back. That's, yeah. You know, that's just common. But I'm saying when I say they want something back is look, I'm going to give you this, but if you do it, give me a thousand bucks. Yeah. Or if you do it, you know, you have to split the profit. You know, yeah. you didn't ask for no, no. Or anything like that. You no. asked to learn, look, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. And you know that I'll learn. So very few people do that. Like most people are, you know, short sightedness, honestly, like I, I look at, and, and this is what I constantly try to portray to people in business is like, business is a long, like a lifelong game. And, you know, you could set yourself up for many years by doing the right things from the beginning stages. And like, that's just the way that I looked at it is I'm like, well, like, because I had had conversations with people that they're like, well, why would you just let him just make all the money? It's like the lessons that I'm going to learn are going to make me so much more money in the long run that it doesn't really matter about the money right now. Like, yes, I want to make money, but like, what is, what is, yes, it's like, it's already, I already believe that that's going to happen, but it's like, what, what can I learn in the process along the way? And 
you know, like you're saying it's, and I know you get this a lot from people too, but it's like, you know, people DM Pace or they DM me and, you know, they'll say like, can I take you to lunch or can I buy you, you know, can I pick your brain or can I buy you coffee? It's like, that's, we, we could buy our own lunch and coffee and like it's like bring me a business deal that we could do together or like bring like something that we can do and or you know like you said benefit us like monetarily yes yes because we want to make the money just to show that you could actually bring value in the future yes you know yes anyone could take us out to lunch like we don't need yeah 100 percent do that all the time and they mean well yeah and it's i feel bad because i'm just like "Ah, i don't really want to do that but it's like you know it's like people just people need to find like different ways to be able to help like bring like a deal or something like hey i have this deal like i you know i'm not gonna even ask for an assignment i want you to take the deal but i want to talk with you like can we go to lunch here's the deal you know like i don't know something something where there's yeah i mean let's talk about a couple of the last few people that we partner with or did deal are doing deals with and we're making money for each other right so alexis isn't here you know one day she came to me she's she messaged me she's like oh could i you know come to your office and you know do, do something. I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. So she actually, you know, drove into town. She was from Florida. Yeah. She did a, um, in one of our, uh, real estate events that we do monthly, she came to it. And then the day after I was like, yeah, come, you know, let's talk, let's hear your story. Yeah. Let's figure out different things we could do. She came and she's like, oh, you know, I'm interested in this, this, and this. And, uh, you know, I showed her the different things I wanted to do, but you know, and then she showed me stuff that she could do. And we ended up doing some deals together. Yeah. And literally, uh, since, since then, you know, now like we're partners on like some different lending stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, you know, because she showed that she could do basically some of the integrator stuff. She thought yeah. she was a visionary. Yeah. Well, she, she probably is. Yeah. She, she has a lot of visionary and yeah. You know, Everyone has some tendencies yeah. like I, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so she basically did a whole lot of integrator stuff that like, I just didn't want to do. there's, so I do a lot of lending. Yeah. You know, that's one of the ways I make a lot of money. I do a lot of different types of lending and Pace came out with Gator Lend yeah. and, and, you know, over a year ago. And I basically never did EMD lending just because <laughs> it was a lot of paperwork. Yeah. And that's the integrator stuff. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Transactional <laughs> loans and, and PMO. Those are easy. Easy. easy yeah. yeah. Paperwork wise. not that hard. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You know, I started doing some transactional loans with, with Alexis and, and then I was like, you know what? Why don't we do EMD loans? I just don't want to do it because I don't want to, do, but you do the paperwork and figure it all out. And she's like, cool. And then like literally like the next day she, she, you know, went through all, all the modules, all the videos, and we started doing EMDs and <laughs> we've done some EMD loans that I'm actually, we're going to do like, uh, you know, another video later with Pace to yeah. go through it because we've probably done some of the biggest EMD <laughs> loans of any, we did a $2 million EMD loan. We've done multiple, like few hundred thousand dollar EMD loans, hundred thousand, yeah. like tons and tons of them. So, um, but it's all because she, you know, Went through it. Took the initiative to figure it out. So you didn't have to deal with it. It was just like, all right, I just got to send the money and I don't have to deal with all the stuff. Yeah. And then, and then we split the profit and we're we're partners on, on this, on this, on this venture and we're probably going to grow it and and do more stuff with it. So, but that's something, you know, she brought the value. She's like, look, you know, this is, you're already doing a lot of lending. What, why aren't you doing this other lending? I'm like, well, because I don't want to mess with the paperwork. She's like, what if I do it all and make sure it's super secure and, I mean, she does a lot of work with it. You yeah. Know? Like it takes hours and hours. For sure. It's EMD. like sifting through all of them, seeing which yeah. ones are legit or crappy deals. Yeah, and who's sure they're super safe. Making yes. sure the attorneys aren't going to keep the money. We've had a few issues with them almost wanting to keep the money, but For because sure. of all the stuff Alexis put in all yeah. the contracts, you know, we were able to, you know, get the money. But um, yeah, so that was just one example. That's because that's just happened, you know, over the last few months, she actually moved to Atlanta and, you know, now we, we actually have a business together, a, yeah. clean, a cleaning business. We actually have a few other businesses in the works. We have some a bunch of real estate stuff we're doing together, but then so the cool. loan stuff is like kind of the main stuff we're doing. That you know, day to day is what she's involved with the most. 
but yeah, we're partners. I mean, she never worked for me. You know, I never worked for her. We, yeah. We're just partners and it just works out really well. And we have the same visions and I, you know, when you go to somebody and you're like, look, let me just help you. Let me just give you all this stuff. Yeah. But I don't want nothing in return as far as, you know, monetarily, you're showing that you're a good person. You know? Yeah. You're showing your that you're going to get along. You're not going to be greedy later. Your character. What's the biggest reason why people don't want to have partners? They fight. They, yeah. They, they steal from each other. They yeah. just, you know, you think you deserve more. I think I deserve more. And that's yeah. how we fight. Well, if you leave with like, look, I just want to give you whatever. Yeah. I don't want nothing back. You know, I want to learn from you, but I don't want nothing back. I mean, that's going to tell that person like, look, this could be a really good partner because they're not going to be greedy. They're not yes. going to, you know, and you know, I know like pace is like this. I'm like this. You're like this. Like I always try to make the deal better for the other person. Like my mm -hmm. partner, like if they come to me, they're like, oh, I want 30%. I'm like, why don't you take 35 or 40? You know mm -hmm. what? I always try to make it even more fair yeah. because I know it's a good deal for me. I want it to be a good deal for them. Right. And that's, I'm sure you guys do the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, you probably think Pace gives you the best deal. Pace probably thinks you've given him the best deal. Like it's And it's because <laughs> I think we both love what we do that yeah. it's just like, I'm like, damn, like this is dope because I get to do what I love to do. And yeah. then on, and I'm like, man, like I would hate to do what he's doing. And then he's thinking the same thing. He's like, I don't want to yeah. do any of that crap. But like, it's like that thing of like, we both are doing what we love. So it's like, it feels like a great deal. And it, and it, everyone. yes. And like, that's like, you know, the, the thing that people have to look for, obviously like those win wins. And it's, it's funny on that. Cause like now, and you know, I know like your years and years and like tons of businesses beyond where I'm at even today, you, but you, you've done a lot in the last year, like amount of time that it took you to get from like four years ago to now. Yeah. Like that that's like where you're at. I mean, I, I saw where you were at like four years ago, five years ago and where you're at now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, um, I've done a lot, but like there's certain things that you've done that I haven't been able to do, especially in that short of a time, but I haven't even, you know, been able to do, I haven't tried to do because, you know, I was doing other stuff, but there's a lot of things you've done that like, I haven't even come close to doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's just like, uh, it's, we've just really tried to compress the time frames, And like, I know for Pace and me, it's kind of weird because I had this, you know, I, from 17 to 21, I was doing network marketing. I was making six figures. I was like, I thought I was, you know, amazing. And then it all crumbled when I was 21. I was like, oh my God, my yeah. life is over. So like, I already had kind of this life is over moment at 21. And then I was like, I, I felt like I was then behind. I was like, my life, I need to speed things up. And, you know, it's funny because like Pace is in it. We both kind of came together in a similar mindset of like, we both felt like we were extremely behind, even though we were already both doing good. Yeah. And so it was just like this, we were both like, we need to compress timeframes. We need to compress timeframes and move faster and do more and you know it's interesting you know just like on on the money side is you know now it's like we both take you know a, a good amount of money out of the business and that's mm -hmm. cool but like significantly more of the money is in the business and doing a bunch of other things going towards you know funds Growing. to buy businesses yeah. to buy a new building and like hiring and building out new departments and it's like that's where like a lot of it goes and it's like it doesn't really become about the money anymore. It's, it's like, more fun. That's yes. More fun. It's, now it's about having fun. Yeah. 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 You, you have enough to live. Like you're, yes. you're never going to have to worry about living. Yes. Like, you're you're going to yeah. eat every day. You're going to, yeah, it's going to be car. fine. You're going to live in a good house. Like you're fine. Now it's a matter of, enjoying life, having fun yeah. and impacting other people as well. Yes. And then like helping others, you know, yeah. like it's like that whole like rising tide raises all ships. It's like, that's what we want to be for other people now. And it's like being able to see other people achieve their goals and their dreams within our companies and, and within the things that we could teach other people. And, you know, with Pace's amazing, you know, sub two community. And, you know, that's where, you know, part of that's inspired me of like, you know, that's where I want to have an integrator Academy is like, you know, who are the people that that aren't being spoken to. And it's like, those are, that's like a, it's an audience that 
doesn't have anywhere to go and doesn't mm-hmm. have that place. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of talented people that are maybe sitting in opportunities, like they're in the wrong vehicle. You know, it's like, there's a lot of vehicles for people to win in life. But like, sometimes people don't even know what they don't know. It's like, you could be in a Ferrari, or they're like, you know, literally like the Fred Flintstone, like, you know, pressing along with just every step yeah. scraping by, you know, and it's like, I want to help show those people that are, you know, uh, in that same realm of like the integrators and operators of the world, like, hey, like, this is what you can create an amazing life. And, you know, it just takes learning some different skills and then getting around different people too. I can't wait until you start the integrator academy. First of all, I'm never going to get in it or watch it. No, I wouldn't expect you to. Everyone, all my operators, I'm going to be the first one to buy. Like when you tell me it's ready, I'm going to be the, I want to be the first one to buy the course. It's not going to be for me, but it's going to be for all my integrators and for all my operating partners. They're going to love it. And like, it's, it's going to help us a, a ton as well. And this is the crazy thing about like these type of mentorships and programs, no matter how good you are at your business, yeah. there's always a whole bunch of shit that other people know yes. that you don't know because yes. everyone knows different stuff. Like mm-hmm. you, like you could learn from someone that's way below you a couple of things and that yeah. like, could change a lot of stuff. But obviously you're at, you're at the level where at this point, you know, you've pretty much got, you know, there's, there's really nothing you can't learn from you. So I'm sure a lot of the stuff that they know you're teaching, they already know, but there's going to be like some really big nuggets. It's the nuggets in like exponentially grow certain parts of them that they've been trying to figure out. And you've already done it. Yeah. And that's, and that's sometimes the biggest thing is it's usually not like these like drastic, amazing things that are going to be the game changer Mm -hmm. for most people. It's usually just these little changes that they make and maybe their hiring process to get better talent, or it's these little changes of like how, they run their team's meetings or these little changes of how they audit their time as in and their team's time so that they're running more efficiently it's like these little things that people do that make the big difference and and that's really a, it's like going to be a bundle of tons of those things of like yeah. little tweaks that people could do because you know me and my partners we're super successful we do really well yeah there's tons of other people that are super successful do really well but the 90 percent or the 80 percent or 90 percent of what you teach we're already doing but yes. that 10, 20% yeah. is worth a hundred times more than 80% because everyone has those little, you know, special things that they do. And that's, that's the important stuff. And everyone does it a little bit differently. And, you know, when they, when, you know, they see someone else successful that does it, you know, a lot of it is going to change the way we're doing it now. A hundred percent. And like the, the thing, like what's inspired me more towards wanting to do it. Cause like, I've been like, I've been kicking around the idea for like a year and a half with pace. And then with everything going on, I'm like, I just don't even have the bandwidth to build this thing the way I'd want it to, to be able to really make the impact. And now we're, you know, freeing up some of that time to do it. I'm like, you know, it's just, there's so many things that, you know, I see other people struggling with and, and we have conversations. I mean, we were at community camp in Montana and it's like, you know, talking to people and they're like, I just can't figure out how to do this. And it's just like, to me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is like such a no brainer thing to like how we could fix this. And I'm like, it's just that honestly was like the kick in the butt was like, I really need to get this done this year. Like I need to just like get, you know, so like I have the outline. I'm like, you know, I'll get like the first version that'll be probably, you know, really around people. And then we'll be adding on to it as, as it goes, but there's not really any other outlets. Like I, like, I don't know if you found any good operating courses. It's like go to college for four years and get an MBA or, but then you, I don't, don't have, you still don't have that community. No, you know, that no, community. no. Or you could like ask questions yes. in a group and yes. you know, have, oh, I've already done that. I've done that. Yeah. I've done this. Like you're going to learn 
I, people in the yes. community, they'd be like, you know what? And that's what I'm looking forward yeah. to. I'm like, hey, guys, here's how we do our job ads. And then someone else is going to, you know, make their new rendition. And they're like, we're seeing X amount increase because we changed it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, now I need to yeah. change it. Thank you. Like, exactly. I'm, you know, on a selfish side of it, too. It's like I'm looking forward to learning from the other really talented operators yeah. within the community. Because, like, I have my strong suits, but, like, there's a lot of areas like technology I am not strong at. People yeah. think they're like, oh, Cody's an integrator must be great at like you know connecting zapier and setting up apis i'm like i have never done that before i'm like i don't know how to do stuff i hire someone i understand functionally what i need to be accomplished and then i plug someone to do it you know (laughs) so this this particular uh, program that you're gonna start um integrator academy who's gonna be involved that who's gonna be the is is it you and pace is just yeah yeah it'll be i mean I'll be I'll be the one building out all the stuff. But like, I think I'm definitely I mean, uh, up to pace on what he wants to do, like having him in certain pieces of it, like where we can talk about dynamics between integrator visionary and business. I think that would be a really fun part to involve in there. And then we're going to have a lot of our team too. like I'm going to have, you know, our our CFO is going to be a special guest a couple times a month, just going over like managing your company's money. We're going to have our project manager, like showing people how to be better project managers. We're going to have our recruiter going over new recruiting strategies and uploading new content of like pre-screens that we do and like coaching on, hey, what did you see? You know, like the things that went well on this one versus that one. And, you know, so we're going to be bringing a lot of our team that does a lot of things like our director of operations, Giselle, she'll be a special guest in there too. So like we're going to have a lot of our, our hitters in these different roles that are coming in and bringing value. We'll see it firsthand. Yes. So I know like with Pace and you doing it together, it'll blow up because Pace is so good at, at, at getting everybody to, to know about it. Yes. Getting yeah. everyone in there. Yeah. And then, you know, showing the value. And then I'm, he'll be an incredible guest too, because for all the, the visionary, yeah, they yeah. need to understand how to find the right visionary. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure he'll have a lot of good, good, you know, feedback on yeah that. then maybe that would be a fun just like a whole like module section of like the integrator visionary relationship and yeah. like we just do like how a few find, sections how to find the good how to find the good yeah visionary for you being the integrator yeah that i think that would be super fun but but yeah so it's like you know i, I want to bring it where it's like we have all these special you know guests that are coming on and eventually when we have like a head of technology like they come on as a guest and like literally have just all of our like our head of operations from the business buying side it's like having her be able to come in and and teach on different things and do q a so like i see it as like you know i'll i'll probably you know Bless Pace's heart, but I will not be as active in there as he is in Sub 2's community. I don't but. think anyone could possibly be <laughs> as active as Pace in any group that exists. Like, he is more active than, like, the next 10 people that have different Combined. Groups. Combined. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, no. I don't even see how it's possible. It yeah. Like, like, I don't think he sleeps. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll probably do, like, a thing, like, once a week in there to support consistently. Yeah. And I'm like, that's already a lot, a lot of commitment yeah. for me to be in that. Well, you, you know, know what's going to be cool? Like. <laughs> You do that once a week, but then you'll have like you said your other. I'll have that, a yeah. dozen guests, and, and so it'll be. You'll you'll see like everyone's perspective, not yes, just yours. Yes, and then eventually you're gonna have tons of good leaders in the group, like yes. Sub Two and everyone else. Yeah, and people will want to just listen to them and hear them because they'll yes. have their perspective. And that's exactly what I want to be able to cultivate in there is like seeing what Pace has done with Sub Two, and like having that in there where it's like we have you know certain people that are gonna be like 
technology experts that are teaching on those things and certain people that are, you know, on the people and recruiting and team building side. Like I, that's my favorite part about like the integration side is like, I love building teams, you know, having more on, you know, the actual HR side and like just literally anything somebody could need on from the hiring to managing people to, you know, org chart design and accountability chart, you know, design and like architecting, like forecasting out your business from financial side, like everything will be there for people yeah. to, I mean, they won't, they won't need to go anywhere else. Yeah. And it's not because I'm so great. It's because we're going to have so many great people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't be great by yourself. No, you have to no. have a lot of people with you. So obviously, um, you know, Pace and you have Gator together, right? Yeah. That's both of you guys mm -hmm. is, is group. So, I mean, you already have then a lot of, you know, experience with having a group. I mean, I'm yeah. in the Gator group and like the community in there is unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's very know, active. Yeah, it's very, very active. And like everybody there is helping each other doing deals together. A lot of the big deals or most of the big deals that we've done, you know, in, in uh, with lending has come from other members in that group that brought it to us and, and we partnered like almost yeah. every, almost every big deal has been some sort of partnership with somebody that's already in there. That's amazing. So, um, you know, because you've already done that now with Gator, mm -hmm. when you do the integrator one, I mean, you're just going to be able to see what worked and didn't work. And yes. it's just going to be so much easier and so much better, so much faster. hundred percent. And it's like, it, and isn't it just like, just talking on that for a second, like people go to college for four years and I don't know what an average person spends like 20, 30 grand a year, maybe more. I don't know. I don't even know how much people spend. Uh, too idiots. much money. They too much. a lot more than that, I think. Too much money. It makes no sense. You know, it's like yeah. they'll, they'll end up 50 grand, 70 grand, a hundred grand in debt, so you know, or or more so it's like people go that path and it's like they they graduate and they have this piece of paper you know it's like i'm smart piece of paper <laughs> right and and i'm not knocking college for you know people that want to be engineers lawyers doctors you know right. teachers it's like that yeah you, you got to go to college there's yeah. certain things you have to do. yeah you know but for majority it's like yeah it's not you the know. best thing and right. so isn't it funny how it's like there's communities like sub two where it's like people can get involved in that for less than $10,000. People can get Same. involved in Gator for a few thousand dollars. I mean, people spend Same. that on just like one vacation a year, like go yeah. to Disneyland and it's yeah. like the cost of getting into one of these communities, you know? And so it's like people spend that on college and then, you know, they look at and these groups and communities are growing so rapidly. So it's like tons of value that people see, but it's like, there's those, that question, Oh, like, Oh, should I spend, the money on you know these this this community or this mentorship or this thing and it's like i just you know we're it's 2023 like this i made more money just joining different <laughs> mentorships you know I, obviously i'm in sub two i'm in yeah Astro flipping i'm in gate i'm in a bunch of others yeah but man the return on investment is <laughs> sickening like i mean it doesn't matter like we could talk about sub two or, or gator or astro flipping it doesn't matter because those are the three you know the yeah. most about but like Gator, I don't even remember what it cost. It was like stupid low. It didn't make any sense. I mean, I think like in the last three months since I joined, like about three months ago, yeah, I have literally done deals with people in there that have got me hundreds of thousands of dollars in profit, hundreds of thousands for spending a few thousand bucks, like in three months. What kind of a return is that to spend th to spend three thousand and get let's say two hundred thousand back in three months? I don't even I the math I don't know how to math on that one, but That's it's crazy. it's good it's and then, good. And then in sub two, whatever it was when I bought it, I bought it in two thousand twenty when it, when it first came out. Yeah, it was like seventy something, you know, seven eight thousand bucks. I don't remember what it was, but literally I've done deals with hundreds and hundreds of people in there that I've definitely made millions, millions and millions of dollars on. I yeah, mean, the infinite return. Now you look at college. 
um, let's say you spend, like you said, you know, whatever, 50 to 80 grand over the four years or whatever. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. People spend a hundred thousand. Yeah. But whatever, I guess it depends on if they, but they spend a hundred thousand. Most people are in debt for the next 10 years. They don't even get their money back. No. Let alone having some sort of return. Yeah. And then the 20% of the people that need to go to college probably eventually, you know, it makes sense. Right. The other 80%, they just threw that money away because they're not even using the paper they're not and the years it took to get that too it's like they it's go through four so years oh that and that was you know and and just it's a little bit of a tangent but it's like i like in high school i was like man this shit is stupid like what are we doing like what what is this path okay. into call it you know it's yeah. like i always thought it was stupid and i just felt like this black sheep of like i felt dumb because i'm like am i just a weirdo because like everyone is on this path and i'm like i want to go over this way you know, your parents pressure you you know different like people pressure you like most people that i talk to they went to college are, i'm like why'd you go to college like oh because my, my, mom, parents, my parents my, parents, my grandparents like, yeah, they want to make them proud they yes make them proud yeah so um alexis is here and we talked about her a second ago but like yeah. alexis had a 4.8 gpa out of four which i don't even know how it's possible four smart four. ass yeah i found out <laughs> she cheated a lot but regardless <laughs> she still had a 4.8 people at the time didn't know she cheated and she got like a full scholarship in the Georgia Tech. Yeah. And she went there and, you know, again, her mom really wanted her to, oh, yeah. to go because, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you have all the to. smart people go. You have yeah. to go. Otherwise and you fail in life. She ended up, yeah, you're a loser if you don't go to college. <laughs> so she ended up dropping out after the first year, full scholarship to yeah. Georgia Tech. And her mom was so disappointed. Oh, that yeah. was like the main reason why she didn't want to leave is because her mom. But you know what happened? She ended up getting into real estate. Mm -hmm. Um got again the sub two and you know a couple other programs she started wholesaling she made over six figures in her first year dropping out of college and then what happened her mom was like oh i'm so proud of you like this and that so it's not that <laughs> you know they just parents or whoever thinks that you can't make money without going to college yeah. but you know once you prove to them that look yeah I can do better like if i went to college and wasted the next four years of my life how much am i going to make a hundred thousand a year hundred yeah I, I just made a hundred thousand and i didn't even waste those three years and i'm you know it's yes like, the opportunity cost of all those years of waiting to start earning too it's like then yeah. the compounding in life you know and it's like i look at that and it's like i had a lot of friends that you know ended up that went to college and you know it's like by the time they were graduating college like i was already making six figures for multiple years in a row yeah. owned properties and like they're like in debt just starting entry-level job like 50 grand a year whatever it is you know and it's like and there's nothing wrong with that if that's, that's like what, what they're want. passionate about and that's yeah. what they want to do but it's like you know when when people are looking at what is the like what path should they actually you know take and that's where you know another thing that i'm excited about with the integrator academy is it's like there's people that there could be an 18 year old kid that's that they want to just go into business and they could just go through a program like that i don't know how much we're going to sell it for it's not going to be super expensive but someone could go through that and they can go and be I'm a sure big it's gonna keep going up in price as you probably as i introduce stupid, stupid yeah. <laughs> probably as we you know add more to it but <laughs> You know, it's like someone could come into that and then go and make a huge impact on a business. And, you know, there's no reason that someone wouldn't be able to go through something like that and then go plug into a business and be making either as an employee making six figures or as a partner and be making, you know, sky's the limit on, yeah. on those skills. And maybe even if they're, even if they don't own the business, right? And yeah. they're working the business, they're making six figures. 
maybe they'll get some sort of a little percent for for being the, yeah. the best integrator. You yes. Know? And they're going to learn those skills from, you know, all your experience of doing it and all the people that you've talked to that, you know, you looked up to that told you what they did that you implemented. Yes, 100%. And I, and I think, you know, when it just comes on the topic of like whether someone should go work for someone else or they they work on the, on on their own, something that, you know, me and Pace like we just like joke or laugh about sometimes is people are like, "Oh, like they, you know, they want to just if their ambition is like they just want to make say a hundred grand a year, mm-hmm. it's like the better way to probably do that is probably to go work in someone's business. Yeah, like, yeah. You, why do you want the brain damage of just making a hundred grand a year if you're going to go get in business? And there's nothing wrong with that. And no, there's and there's not. It's it's just like knowing knowing their self. You know, it's like we were talking about you know a friend for both of ours, Kevin Cho. It's like yeah. you know, it's like you have to know what you want before it's like making that decision. And so that's where I think most people just don't understand that, and they see yeah. just on Instagram, people are like, my business is doing a hundred grand a month in revenue, and people are like, oh my gosh, they're making a million dollars a year it's like mm-hmm. no nah, their margins are probably less than 20 oh. percent because like goods probably somewhere in 20 to 30 percent maybe a little over if they're really good but usually they're going to be under because they're mismanaging most of everything yeah. and overspending and you know <laughs> i mean there's some people like you said that want to own business want to have that freedom want to be able to you know grow their life and whatever and there's some people that just it's not for them like i've literally bought businesses from a couple people that were business owners for many years and they just got burnt out because they were doing everything because they didn't understand how to do the integrator you know visionary thing and they sold me their business and they're and i'm like all right why are you selling it they're like i just don't want to do certain aspects of my business i'm like well do you want to like you know still run the business with me like you want i'll just sell it to you and i'll work for you and you know that that happened with a couple businesses i bought and the person I bought it from actually still works there. They only want to run the stuff that they enjoy and that they like. Right. And I have someone else that does everything else now and they just, you know, they're just happy. And so it's like you said, like you don't have to own it. You no. just have to be able to understand what you want to do. Yeah. And some people want to own it and grow and you know, own tons of stuff. And some people just content with a certain amount and having the, the life that they enjoy and, and being happy. 100%. So, you know, kind of as we as you get to wrapping up, you know, obviously, this podcast, that's not my job podcast, it's really, you know, a lot of the audience listening or people that are integrators, and maybe in operations roles, or, you know, trying to find themselves, they don't even know what they are. They're just like, I just know I want more in life. You know, what what would you say, like, what would be some words that you would share, you know, with somebody that maybe is in that situation, and they're kind of in that beginning journey, or they're kind of feeling stuck, or they're trying to figure out like, what's, what's the next move for them? Like, what any suggestions on like things that they should be doing or you know uh any ideas that you'd love to just share definitely they they should figure out exactly where where they want to be in life in the next year three years five years ten years Mm -hmm. and figure out what they enjoy doing and figure out a way to do what they enjoy and and get to where they want to get to doing what they enjoy because we all know like when we're doing stuff we don't enjoy even if we make a lot of money eventually it just doesn't pan out because you get burnt out yeah there's a lot of different ways and sometimes you have to like back into it like figure out and go backwards. Sometimes you go forward. The integrator role is so crucial. It's way more important than the visionary role. Like every visionary is like, would love to have great integrators. It's very hard to find for visionaries, you know, to Mm -hmm. have the right one. So figure out like what you want to do. And if you don't want to do the visionary part, find people that you look up to that are doing that, that potentially, I, I promise that every visionary needs an integrator. Even if they have a good integrator, they probably want to do more. But the reason why they're not doing more is because they don't have an integrator for the extra stuff. Like yeah. there's, only, there's only so much capacity that every integrator can for have. Sure, no for matter, sure. Maybe it's five businesses, maybe it's 10 minutes, but right. visionaries just want to keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like- <laughs> and um, sometimes, you know, uh, like I have, you know, one or two main integrators in most of my businesses, Yeah, but I have 
many others that are one-offs or two-offs and, and other ones because the ones that I'm using now just either they're like, I don't like that or I don't want to do that because yeah. I see the, the same vision or yeah. they just have too much going on and it's not worth their time at, at, at the moment. Yeah. So I would find some good visionaries that you like and figure out ways to, uh, to connect with them and, you know, show them that you could help them, you know, without being, you know, asking for really anything in return mm -hmm. and, uh, hanging around them and getting to, to know each other. And that would be a great way to get in, especially if you're younger and, you know, really hungry and motivated to, to, you know, like what you did, you know, yeah. look, 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 because of what you did, look where you're at now. You know? Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, what it kind of brings me back to is like, remember it's like a hundred years ago, like people were like apprentices, like that was like a thing. It's yeah. like someone wanted to be a blacksmith and it's like, they would go be an apprentice, like an unpaid apprentice and just like learn the craft. And then eventually they're a master at the craft. And, you know, I, I feel like that's just something that should come back more, you know, and I'm not saying that people need to go work for free for years, you know, but like just going and like getting in the corridor of like what the thing that you're wanting to be involved with and just like, how can you go bring value? And maybe it's, you know, I guess, yep, you know, you have to survive. And it's like, maybe you're working like the job you don't really want to be in. And then your free time, you're going and working for free and the, in the type of business you want to be in and be learning the things and, you know, getting around the people, rubbing elbows with people that you could eventually, you know, create opportunities with, so you know, you say that. so I have like a few integrators, probably one of my main ones at this point mm -hmm. was an intern of mine, like yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, 15 years older or 12 years older than them, they came to me and they, you know, wanted to just kind of be around me and, and do stuff. And now we have a lot of business together. They've, I mean, they're multi, multi-millionaires. They, they yeah. have plenty of money, but literally it was them just, you know, interning with me, which is basically what you're saying with the black yeah, like, yeah. just coming to yeah. help you and learn from you. And then yeah. eventually you find out that you're a good match and you're yeah. like, well, shit, like let's do stuff together. Yeah. That, that's kind of like almost, um, a really easy way going back to your first question that you asked me before go ahead and intern with people <laughs> let me just work for you for free yes and if you think that you know you guys could be a good connection like it could turn into like major big things down down the road and it's funny because like i think we're in a society now especially with social media and everything like people get like a lot of entitlement of like they just see things online and people move a lot with entitlement nowadays and i don't know if it's, it was different before social media like that's kind of the you know, world I grew up in, but it's like a lot of people think that they should just like be further along without going through like the actual, you know, go through the shit, like yeah. the things you just have to like kind of work through to actually get to where you, you know, really want to be. And I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed that just like from like, obviously, you know, you grew up without the social media being, you know, what it is today. Do you notice that as a different thing? I don't know. Maybe it's just people I mean, it's, are just it's a lot always more like now that. than it used to be. Yeah. It was always there. It okay. was always there. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more now, but again, you know, um, that's the way to weed out if you know it's going to be a good person or not. Because the people that are entitled, you know, those are not going to be the right people to work with. <laughs> yeah. So you're instantly kicking yourself out if you're coming in with that mentality. Yeah. No, I love that. So um, any final thoughts before we wrap up, Abraham? No, I mean, nothing major. It's just that I really, you know, over the last you know year or so, really got to know you a lot more. And uh, I, I love the relationship we have. I yeah, me that. too. You, you can call me and ask me stuff. I'm going to yeah. help you with the stuff I know, vice versa. I can yeah. call you. And, and man, I mean, we're going to like, you know, both take ourselves to the next level just by helping each other. I can't wait till this, this new course comes out. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, thanks for having me. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, no, I appreciate, I appreciate everything that you always are helping me and pace with so much. And, um, you know, again, guys, you know, the, the integrator Academy is something that will be coming out here soon. Um, or if, depending on when you're listening, it might already be there. If you go to integratoracademy.io, um, you could join the waiting list for when that's going to drop. Um, but with that being said, we'll see you in the next episode, everybody. Peace. <laughs>